having these tools that you know very well, you've practiced them over and over, and once they're in you know, your repertoire, you can use them when stressful situations come about or just whenever you need them. Welcome to Successful, the podcast, a show about the stories of women redefining success. We're your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Natalie. Like you, we're two career women figuring out the meaning of success. In each episode, we bring you our stories and the stories of other women who are redefining success in life, in work, and on their own terms. Hey, Carla. Hey, Natalie. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Feeling relaxed and ready for the day ahead. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. What'd you do this morning? Well, Thursdays, which is today when we're recording, are my Zumba days. And I wake up very early. It's a little bit of a (laughs) a sacrifice. Um, I get up really early and I walk almost 30 minutes, about 25 minutes to a Zumba class. And then I take a Zumba class and then I walk back. So by the time that it's like 9 a.m., I've already taken 16,000 steps usually. So today was that day, but I always feel so good afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds like the perfect morning. And I'm sure you like stop for coffee or breakfast too. I do on the way back, especially today. I took my brother with me who's visiting. Mm -hmm. And so it was a very, I think he was a little bit, um, resentful or like, why are you waking me up so early to go to this? But I told him, I promise it'll be worth it. Um, and then I treated him to a breakfast sandwich and coffee and we had a, just the best time. It's so fun. Oh, it's That sounds so it, fun. Yeah. It's like Latin music and everybody's just hooting and hollering and it's just a big party. And then people will walk by that aren't taking the class. It's in a big park. So it's outdoors. And suddenly just these strangers will join in and it's just such a really great, great energy. Yeah. How fun. I want to come now. I want to come and do Zumba. You know, some people love it. Not everybody does. I took Noah, my husband, once um, a few weeks ago and he was like, that is the first and the last Zumba class that I ever go to. (laughs) Not for everyone. (laughs) Not for everybody. But it's a really... um, it's just a really nice way to release some stress, to have fun, and to do something that you and I are going to talk about today quite a bit, which is really about getting out of your head and into your body. You know, when you're, when I'm there trying to emulate the moves of the instructor, like there is no thinking of like all the things that I have to do that day or why did I do this yesterday? Like there's no, no self judgment other than, why can't I get the step? <laughs> you know? Just a little bit, but not just too much. Just a little much. bit, not too much. But but it's more about like you're just in the moment. You know, you're just concentrated on the moves, concentrated on your breathing, and it's such a nice break from from how we what we tend to do, which is live in our heads all day, right? So yeah, yeah, all day usually, and we don't even usually. think about it. Exactly, which is funny, right? It's like it's all in our head, mm-hmm. and we're not even thinking about it, even though it's yeah, in our brain. we're not even thinking about it. Until we take a little break, like you take a lunch break or, you know, you go on a walk over lunch and then you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Why is that? Oh, I was being present. 
and I wasn't exactly. thinking through my thousand to do's on my list or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Our bodies are such a great tool for interrupting our, mm-hmm. our brain and one that we forget a lot about. So yeah. I'm excited to to talk a little bit about that today. Um, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned that this was an important topic for you, especially given the work that you do as a yoga teacher and, and working with students. So today that's what it's going to be about. And we also want yeah. to kind of move a little bit in our podcast to, you know, we do interviews, we do conversations between us. But one of the things that you and I have talked about doing is also, I don't want to call it teaching, but it's almost like sharing different tools that you and I are learning about or applying in different aspects of our lives. And this one seemed like a really practical, important one, which is how do we get out of our head and into our body in order to de-stress, in order to reduce anxiety? Yeah, absolutely. It's having these tools that you know very well, you've practiced them over and over. And once they're in you know, your repertoire, you can use them when stressful situations come about or just whenever you need them. So what we're going to be talking about today are a few different techniques. So breathing techniques and just some physical techniques that you can utilize whenever you're feeling like you're in your head too much feeling like you're very stressed out from whatever you have going on, whether it's work or just anything in life where you feel like you need a bit of a break, but maybe you don't have a ton of time to take a break. So these are little things that we can incorporate into our day that really benefit our mental health, our physical health, and can help you get through your day with a bit more ease, which I think we all could use more of. Yeah. So Natalie, you had mentioned a little bit about the technique that you're going to share. And I have to say that I've heard of similar ones, but not particularly the one that that you're going to talk about today. So I'm personally very interested in learning more yeah. about that one. So so yeah, so tell us about this technique that you had in mind. In, of, sure. In so I've learned this technique and it's called resonant breathing. And we'll pop a link um, in the show notes to, you know, the scientific studies on this. It's really interesting, but I learned it through one of my favorite yoga teachers. Her name is Skylar Grant, S-C-H-U-Y-L-E-R, Skylar Grant. And she is the founder of so many things in the world of yoga that you may know, like the Wanderlust Festival series. Um, she has several studios in like New York, and then they've got the the Wanderlust studios in I want to say LA, New York, and Austin. So they're all over the place. And they've got, you know, this amazing platform where you can take online classes. And in one of the online classes was where I learned this technique. So, and I'll also link to that class because it's it's just so amazing. Um, and it's made a huge difference in my mental health. And just knowing it and having it in your back pocket is a is a great, great tool. So What it is, is extending your inhales and exhales. So your respiration rate, uh, the amount of breaths that you take per minute. So extending those out. And the idea is to take around five to seven breaths per minute, but I like to slow it down even more. So what we do, and I teach this in um, pretty much every yoga class that I do in the beginning of class, you take a five second inhale, pause at the top and then do a five second exhale. And then you'll do that for a few rounds and then you'll extend it and 
Some people can't do it and it takes practice, but extending it to seven seconds. So doing a seven second inhale, pausing, and then a seven second exhale, and just going through that for a few rounds. And what that does is it triggers your body to go from your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight portion of your nervous system, which is, it's not a bad thing that we have this. It's actually an adaptive tool um, that our body uses when we're confronted with stress. So it pumps adrenaline through the body, it increases our heart rate, and that's what you may feel when you're under a deadline or you're about to public speak, and it helps to prepare your body for that. So what this breathing does is it takes you out of that state and puts you into your parasympathetic state, which is your rest and digest state, which is what you feel, you know, after a yoga class, after you're done with the final rest period, Shavasana, and you just feel so relaxed and happy and like you've got that post-yoga glow, that's the feeling that we're going for. And so it does not take very long. You can do it for a minute, two minutes, and it's something that you can do to kick your body into that relaxed state. So it's just an incredible thing that you can do in the moment almost, or taking like a little break from a stressful situation and incorporate that into your day makes a huge difference on how you approach life after. I hope that made sense. (laughs) Yeah, total sense. And it reminds me of a a similar technique that I've heard, which is called box breathing. Mm -hmm. And the, the version that I know is it's called box because it's breathing for four, holding for four, exhaling for four, holding for four. So it's four sides. You can think of it as a box. I am really intrigued by this version that you mentioned, which is about extending it. And I imagine as you gain greater, you know, lung capacity and kind of exercise mm-hmm. your, your lung a little bit more that, that you can more easily um, hold your breath. But this is a technique, the box breathing in particular is a technique that I've learned um, the Navy SEALs use when they're or one of the techniques that they use when they're under extreme stress. I mean, can you imagine the stress mm, that they're under? Yeah. And, wow. And I didn't know that. Yeah. And so this box breathing technique really allows them to, you know, get in control over their stress that they're feeling in the moment. I w- I'd like to hear, you know, because I know you do a lot of coaching um, and you have this whole system that you use to help people get more into their bodies. So I'd like to hear some of the techniques that you use, because I know you've shared a few with me that I really like. Yeah. So a really important part of the coaching that I do um, with with my clients is called, it's really, it's all about building mental fitness. And mental fitness is about using your body to start to gain more mastery over your brain, which almost sounds counterintuitive, but, (laughs) but really we live in our heads so much, like we were talking about earlier, And the body can help us to interrupt the patterns in our brain that we're used to taking. So the patterns that have that take us to a place of stress, that take us to a place of feeling anxious or self-doubt or all those negative emotions by using our body through things like breathing, through touch, by really getting in touch with our different senses, we can interrupt the patterns in our brain and move in, and pause and then move into a more conscious place of choice. So it's really all about using your, your senses. And at the start of every client session, I typically 
you know, we'll ask my clients, you know, should we do, um, should we do a rep? And, and the system that I use is called positive intelligence and PQ is, um, is how we call it for short. So these are PQ reps and they're very quick. Some of them are two minutes. They can be even shorter than that. So for example, one of the techniques that, that I really encourage my clients to, to use is to simply to breathe. You know, your breath is so important. But one of the senses that we can add on is, um, is the, the sense of touch. So all you do is just rub your index and your thumb together, really really noticing the ridges and, and the temperature of your skin. And all it does is it just interrupts the pattern of your brain. It interrupts that moment of thinking, I can't do this. You know, I... Um, you know, why did I just say that? And I love this particular technique because you can do it anywhere. You know, if you're in a stressful meeting, for example, and you're just starting to feel the signs of stress, um, just rub your fingers. You can do it under the table. <laughs> just rub that index against the thumb and just bring yourself back. Just interrupt those negative emotions. Come to a place of calm, noticing your fingers, really focusing on the sensations. Breathe. And then you can move into a more conscious place of, of choice, you know, and how you respond instead of react to a situation. So that's a really easy one, just using the fingers and, and rubbing them together. Another one is um, if you go to the bathroom, you know, take a little break and just go. And when you're washing your hands, really notice the temperature of the water on your hands. You can even turn the water to be hot, then turn the water to be cold, and just really be conscious and aware of how the temperature of the water feels on, on your skin. And that's, again, that's a moment where you can simply take a pause, get out of your head, into your body, and notice how, how sensations feel on your skin. And kind of similar to that, another one is body contact. So this one, if you're in a meeting too, you know, where you can't just take a, a long deep breath or do box breathing or anything like that, where you have to be a little more discreet just to get out of your head, just simply start to notice all the points of contact of your body with whatever your body is touching. That might be the chair beneath you. It might be the back of the chair, you know, behind you. It might be the clothing, right? Like noticing how the different fabrics of your clothing feel against your skin. So the whole point, again, is to get out of your head, get into your body by becoming really aware of, of the different sensations. One last one, and this one I learned um, from a therapist that I spoke to, um, and, and this one is also very much about getting in touch with your senses. It's, it's a pretty common one. You might have heard of it, Natalie, uh, I don't know, through yoga, but, but it's, it's one that I've heard multiple times. It's called a 54321 technique. There might be some other name, but the whole premise of it is to use your five senses. So first you notice and you label five things that you see, right? So you might see the cloud, you might see a bed, you might see a desk. So just really take the time to name those five different things that you see. Then four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And I've tried this a few times and you just can't help but stop thinking about whatever it was that you were thinking, right? Things that were causing anxiety or stress 
and just pause and just come to a place of distraction, of interruption of those those negative thoughts or thoughts that create negative emotions and come to that place of pause, tap more into the parasympathetic nervous system, as you mentioned, and then from there, be able to say, okay, how do I choose to respond instead of react to this particular situation? So those are just a few few of the ones that I use, I use with my clients um, that are really easy to use in the moment, right? It doesn't have to be a, let me go meditate for 20 minutes, right? That's nice, but we can't always do that. These are really nice ones to use in, in the moment. And I have heard of that last one before, I've heard of that in context of anxiety treatments, actually, which is really interesting, but it helps you, like you've said, to notice things in your present space and it takes you out of your head and focuses it externally. So instead of focusing so much internally, which is where your ruminations happen, you're thinking over and over about things, it takes you to those external factors. And by naming them, like you said, that is what helps our brain concretely associate like the lowered stress with that actual action, which is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So I'm pretty excited that you are going to lead us through an exercise. Can you remind me of the name of the technique that you shared? It's called resonant breathing. Resonant breathing. I've never done this. So I'm going to be your your student. Be my student, my (laughs) guinea pig. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll take you through um, how I do it in classes. So we'll just start by getting comfortable. So feel the chair or the floor underneath you just sitting up nice and tall. And just taking a few deep breaths to start. And we'll roll our shoulders up towards our ears and down our back, drawing our belly up and in, finding that nice tall spine, and then take a deep breath in as deep as you can go. Fill the lungs all the way up and then exhale through your mouth, all the air out. Then we'll begin inhaling for one, two, three, four, five. Exhaling for five, four, three, two, one. Inhaling one, two, three, four, five, exhaling five, four, three, two, one, and continue counting for one round just in your own head, all the way up to five, pausing at the top, and then exhaling. And then on this next round, we'll begin inhaling for seven seconds. So at the bottom of your next exhale, beginning to inhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, exhaling seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. One more round, one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And then just returning your breath to normal, releasing all control you just had on your breath. And then noticing how your mind feels 
how your body feels in this moment. And then opening your eyes and lifting your focus. How do you feel? So good. Amazing. So good. I love it. I, I'm you so know glad. I love it because I'm usually the one that's guiding these types of <laughs> exercises for other people. And, and it's been a long time since I've just been able to just sit, just be guided. I loved it. Yeah. It was really interesting. The first five seconds, I remember thinking, oh, there's no way I could do this for seven seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't have that much breath in me. But after right. doing it for the five seconds, I felt my lungs kind of. I don't know if it was relaxed mm-hmm. or what, but by the time we got to the seven seconds, I was able to do it without a problem. So oh, that's that was awesome. neat. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and normally when I do it um, in class, we do it for a few more rounds each time. And I let people just go at their own pace um, once we hit that seven seconds, because you have to start drawing your breath in more slowly. And sometimes it takes a few rounds for you to be able to get up to that seven seconds. Um, I say, you know, even six seconds is fine. Just do what you can do because it does take some training to be able to do that. I think another thing that that would be a useful tool to add to any of these exercises is to kind of check in with yourself before you go into the exercise, like even think like on a scale of one to 10, how stressed am I feeling right now? You know, how anxious am I feeling? Like maybe it's butterflies in your stomach, maybe it's jitteriness, whatever it is. And then after you go through some of these breathing exercises, giving yourself a new number. And I definitely felt a difference. Like before you guided me in this exercise, I would have given myself a, you know, with 10 being really stressed, one being super chill, I probably was maybe a six or a seven. You know, I definitely felt a little bit of just butterflies in my stomach, you know, just kind of little, little um, funny nerves. And then now I would give myself definitely a three. You know, I'm, I'm definitely wow. feeling, yeah, I, That's I, I big. Feel, yeah, for sure. So, so noticing that difference and giving yourself that those markers, I think is a useful way to, to just really become a, a real observer of how your body uh, responds to these different exercises. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hopefully you find one of these techniques valuable and you can come back to this podcast anytime and follow along with us as we took you through that resonant breathing. Thank you for relaxing me, Natalie. That was very useful. Anytime. (laughs) All right. Talk to you soon. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Successful. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at SuccessfulThePod. See you next time.